Chapter 16 of the Boy Scouts of the Rockies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Boy Scouts in the Rockies by Herbert Carter chapter sixteen down the slope the first thing then is to toss this feller overboard remarked step hen as he proudly touched the dead bighorn with the toe of his shoe and tried to assume the air of a conquering hero but his face was so sore and his appearance so remarkable that apparently his manner did not impress the guide very much the sooner you get to water and wash them scratches the better said toby i've knowed more'n one fellow have a bad time getting clawed by eagles and the doctor said as how twar blood poisonin like but seems to me most of that might a came from you being hit by their wings just what it did replied step hen though he looked a bit anxious and goodness gracious how they could hit with em though felt like you'd run against an electric fan or something like that busted the skin every time too and made the blood come but never mind about that toby shall i shove this thing over now just as you say replied the guide we'll be apt to find it when we get down which i hope we can do and be safe and sound in limb apparently toby was a little anxious himself about the result of the next step on the program the scout accordingly worked the dead sheep loose and cast it over the edge he watched it go bounding down with considerable apprehension that the other did not comprehend until he heard step hen remarked in a relieved tone didn't break either horn that's all hunky-dory don't you think we ought to let the rest know what we're expectin to do suggested the guide just then why that's a good idea toby replied step hen and while we can't see our chums there's a way of communicatin with em anyhow i can tell em to send down a piece of string and pull up a message i'll write davy jones knows the code enough for that he began making a series of queer sounds that at first considerably amused the old guide but when an answer came from far above toby realized that there did promise to be more merit in the signal code of the scouts then a little later step hen exclaimed triumphantly here comes the end of a string toby with a stone tied to it if they can swing it in now we'll be able to fasten this message i've written to the end of it and send it up then the boys will know what we expect to do and they'll try to get down some other way to join us before night comes on because it'd be kind of tough if we couldn't bunk together through the night after some manipulation with the piece of broken branch 
they succeeded in getting hold of the dangling cord which smithy had carried along with him because of some reason or other possibly from the same principle that caused bumpus to carry that rope around wherever he went thinking that it might come in handy some time or other having dispatched the note to the other scouts by means of the cord channel step hen and the guide started to descend from their perch the way was anything but easy especially to the boy he had been weakened more than he realized by his hard struggle with those two fierce eagles and perhaps his numerous wounds slight as they seemed on the surface made him less capable of keeping such a firm grip as he had before reaching the ledge but the same old indomitable luck held good when a drop of perspiration mingled with blood from those scratches dimmed his vision step hen would dash one hand impatiently across his eyes and then go right on clambering downward toby kept as near the boy as he could had he possessed a rope he would certainly have fastened himself to step hen as a means of protecting the lad against an ugly fall just as the glacier climbers do when ascending to the snow-covered summit of some lofty mountain peak so that should one slip another having a firm hold at the time could bear him up again and again he cautioned his companion against trusting his weight on some inviting projecting knob of stone which he himself had tried and found wanting for the guide had insisted on going first as a sort of pilot when his real object was to be in a position to clutch hold of the boy if possible should step hen make a bad move and fall but they finally managed to reach the bottom without any accident happening for which both of them were thankful enough they threw themselves upon the rocks utterly exhausted and panting for breath step hen was indeed very near a complete collapse for the boy had been under a terrible strain recently both mentally and bodily after a little however when he had pumped much good air into his system and regained some of his lost breath step hen remembered i hadn't ought to be lying around this way when those fellers up yonder are all tied up in knots waitin to know whether we've made the riffle or got stuck part way down so here goes to tell em they know from my note what we want em to try and do next so he started in again with those queer sounds that seemed to climb up the face of the cliff as though on ladders that were invisible and there came back similar sounds which step hen listened to with eagerness finally crying out they understand that we're safe down here and davy says as how he thinks 
he knows a way to work around and now since we've got some time on our hands toby let's look about for a place to spend the night but toby had not forgotten something that he had spoken of before as for the camp i'll take care of that he said while you drop down aside this little creek here and wash your face and hands and sooner you get them air scratches clean the better i reckon heaps of trouble can grow out of a little carelessness in that regard i guess you're right replied step hen trying to make a grimace but without much success because the blood had dried on his face and made it feel as stiff as though it had been duly starched on a wash day at home so he complied with the ruling of the guide and while the cool water made his cuts smart more or less to begin with still there was a sense of satisfaction in the cleanly feeling that soon followed when he got back to the side of the guide again step hen discovered that toby had found the place he was looking for close to where the big horn lay already smoke was beginning to rise showing that giraffe might not be the only one in the party who knew just how to go about making a cooking fire the scout watched toby with considerable interest he learned that when a man has lived all his life in the borderland he has picked up a good many useful little wrinkles that a wide-awake scout ought to know and step hen determined to profit by his experience in the company of toby smathers besides now that all the excitement was over step hen secretly confessed to feeling more or less tired though had any of his mates been around he would doubtless have scorned to display this fact it was nice to just stretch out by the cheery blaze and see some one else quite willing to do the work the guide was only too glad to assume all the burden of getting supper such as it promised to be secretly he was proud of step hen he had started in with rather a poor opinion of the boy's qualities and thought him given somewhat to boasting and practical jokes but he had found that he was full of grit gave promise of being a good hunter and was ready to attempt any sort of task it mattered not how difficult the way step hen fought those two eagles alone and unaided on that narrow ledge had aroused the ardent admiration of toby while he worked he cast many a secret glance toward where step hen was stretched out and each time the guide would give a little satisfied nod and a chuckle just as though he were passing a critical judgment and saying to himself all wool and a yard wide he'll do i sure reckons he's got the real stuff in him anybody with one eye can see and i'm sure 
going to tell mr scout master that same too he deserved to be put up a few notches arter this could step hen but have read what was passing through toby's mind just then he would have thrilled with deepest satisfaction why the laurel wreath of the victor could not have given him one half the solid pleasure that would come could he but know he had won the admiration of this experienced forest ranger and trapper guide meanwhile after he had the cooking fire under full way toby proceeded to skin the rocky mountain sheep making sure to handle the excellent horns carefully as step hen begged since they were almost perfect he ain't a youngster and at the same time he don't seem to be very old the guide remarked as he worked cutting up the sheep so perhaps we can get our teeth workin' on him some i never was much of a hand for this sort of meat but in such a pinch as this i can eat even mutton anyhow it'll sure keep us from goin hungry and that's the game right now i hopes as how the other boys can get here afore dark sets in that makes me remember i'm neglecting my duty because i ought to be lettin out a hoop now and then just to sort of guide davy and smithers with that step hen managed to get to his feet though he was surprised to find how stiff he had become just sitting there toby grinned to see him wince as he stretched first one arm and then a leg he knew what it meant the strain of the recent engagement on the ledge besides all that hanging desperately to the face of the precipice was telling on the boy's muscles when step hen let out a loud cry he was pleased to get a response in the well-known voice of davy jones the call came from a point not far away and toby immediately declared that the other scouts must be about halfway down they're a-goin to make it all right i do believe step hen exclaimed looks that way for a fact the guide responded the day was almost done at least down at the foot of that great wall that stretched upwards for hundreds of feet lion there resting the back of his head on both hands and looking upward to where some buzzards were wheeling against the sky step hen could hardly believe that he had actually descended all that distance in safety he shuddered as he contemplated what an ugly tumble he must have experienced if those fighting eagles had succeeded in knocking him off the ledge and just as the shades of approaching night began to gather around them with a rather appetizing odor from cooking meat filling the immediate neighborhood there came a hail from a point close at hand hello there glad to see you're able to sit up and take notice after all the row you kicked up 
first thing smithy and me want to know is what under the sun was it all about and with these words the two scouts staggered into camp throwing themselves wearily down beside their chum End of chapter 16